This is JFM Podcast. Yeah, very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsat Panab. It's a beautiful Monday evening. Today is 9th of uh, October 2023. Uh, Gilbert Joseph is here. Good evening, Gilbert. How's uh, your weekend? And well, I will say congratulations for uh, your team won the match against <laughs> Manchester City. So congratulations. Thank you for saying. I was thinking about really when you said congratulations and I had to look from head to toe exactly what has changed to warrant a congratulatory um, wording from you there. Yeah. But as soon as you said for the game and, you know, how it all went. I quickly returned back to Earth. Thank you so much, Ponsai. Yeah. It's been a long, long time coming. At least uh, you guys have some bragging rights right now. <laughs> you know, that you beat. Well, I saw your status, by the way, and yeah. I couldn't help but <laughs> catch some laughter. Yeah. The commentator said, uh, <laughs> You know. Uh, well, I didn't watch the game myself, but uh, well, congratulations. Thank to all, you so much. All the Arsenal fans, because it's like, if you see them, you know, they're wearing their jerseys <laughs> and then they're floating, you know, that indeed uh, they are the goners. They are the goners. We uh, indeed gone Manchester City now. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's wait for the return. Like, uh, it doesn't know. matter. It really doesn't matter now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like we say in Pigeon English in this country, uh, nobody person will call police the win case, you know. Uh, Arsenal will play a good game, then uh, towards the end of the season, then they'll surrender the number one spot, and then they end up not winning the league. So, Sack, we should live in the now, nobody knows tomorrow, so it's better to enjoy the now, yeah, you know, and just allow tomorrow to take care of itself. I think it's really that important. Allow us to savor this moment okay. so from 2015, play a single football club twice every season and then you don't get positive results you're able to do that the first time psychologically it gives you a lead okay well i mean how was your weekend Let my weekend was fine okay. had some time i i think the highlight was was the chat i had the conversation i had with my landlord he has a subtle way of dara nyam samya he has a subtle way of passing messages and um it's someone who, before you decode what he says, and it's tough. When you do eventually with his help, then it makes a lot of sense. You see a different world entirely. And that's one thing I love with people, elderly people, especially who carry such wisdom. And it's really important, I think, for young people to tap from what they can while it lasts. So I think that's the highlight, Ponsai. How was yours? It was good. Well, I... Had some really good rest uh, Saturday, you know. Uh, I call Saturday my me time, but uh, this Saturday was kind of different, you know. Uh, rest and walk, rest and walk. But, well, let me congratulate my dear friend, uh, Mafi. Mafi got hooked to his uh, wife, yeah, uh, on Saturday. So congratulations to you. I pray that you continue to m- make each other happy and apologize for missing out on the wedding, you know. There were just a lot of things <laughs> that I needed choke. to do. The weekend choke. Yeah, a lot of things that I needed to do. But congratulations, uh, Mafi. Well, Happy married life to Yeah, 
Uh, have you been follow, following the Israeli-Palestinian conflict? Yes, Ponsak. Really a tough one. Tough one for humanity, especially when you think um, that it could it could have been anybody. It could have been you, it could have been me. It's just about that life that all of us have, the air that we breathe. you know. And it could be taken away anytime. And this is what, both in the side of Israel and Palestine, this thing is happening. A really unfortunate, tough, repeated occurrence every now and then. I think you have a better grasp of the issues in Israel than I do myself. No, because, no. no um, quite frankly, we have spoken about this with you, not once, not twice, randomly, really to say. And I really understand what I'm talking about. But for Hamas and Hezbollah, I really don't know if they can sheath their sword or according to them, if you ask them, they would say it's Israel that has to sheath its sword and allow uh, Palestine, Gaza, you know, and the West Bank to breathe. There are people basically who live there. But it's really unfortunate at this time. And you could just see how complicated, again, international politics can get when you look at this um, symbol of the Israeli situation that has happened. You have Iran getting involved. You have the decision of the U.S. president also coming to question. You have the Russia and Ukraine invasion stuff coming in. People basically taking sides. And, I mean, it's really a tough one. It's really a tough one. Um, but casualties, I mean, the casualties are really getting too many to count. And the sight of it is too gory to think that a human being should get trapped in that sort of situation. Yeah. You know, it was, let's get the conversation into context. Yeah. What happened there was on Friday or on Saturday or so, uh, Hamas fired, you know, rockets. Uh, I mean, Israel calculated the total number of rockets that Hamas fired into uh, Jewish territory to be 7,000, you know, or so. Uh, unprovoked, they are the ones who, you know, started it. For five hours. Yeah, and God, Israel, you know, caught unaware. Mm. Israeli, um, Israel has what they call Iron Dome. And that Iron Dome, you know, uh, repeals or repels any rocket, you know, fired from uh, the Gaza Strip. The Gaza Strip is, you know, a... I don't think in 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 landmass Plateau State is in fact Israel, Plateau State in landmass is more than you know Israel. Israel so Gaza Strip is a small portion of where Hamas you know controls, but Israel uh, you know controls that place by proxy because Israel provides electricity, provides goods, uh, provides you know lot of you know other things uh, to that Hamas control, and Hamas you know enjoy the support of Hezbollah. Hezbollah has been funded by the Iranian government, you know, is it a terrorist organization, and they are based in, in Lebanon, Lebanon, you know, Lebanon. Uh, so Hamas started it, you know, unprovoked. And this is just after the Yom Kippur, you know, celebration, you know. True. If you recall what True. happened 50 years ago, you know, the Yom Kippur war or the seven-day war, uh, the Israel... Six-day. Six-day, yeah, yeah. six-day, thank you. Israel, you know, defeated, you know, her enemies back in the 1970s. Basically in one day, by the way. So yeah, <laughs> and that's where they got, you know, lots of uh, territory, mm. you know, they covered. But what Bibi Netanyahu is saying, Benjamin Netanyahu, mm. by the way, is saying is that we are going to collect uh, our territories. That's what he said. Uh, headlong. Uh, uh, and if you listen to the strong words, you know, he used on Hamas, it's like they've beaten more than what they can chew. Uh, you know, so I know that the coming days will be very interesting. And I uh, recall he 
uh, while addressing the United Nations General Assembly, he mentioned, I think, the Abrahamic Accord or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Abraham Accord. Yeah, Abrahamic yeah. of all the Abrahamic mm. religions, you know, coming together. And that was what brought, you know, a semblance of peace and order, you know, in the Middle East. Uh, countries like, you know, Saudi Arabia that has so much influence. And Saudi is uh, the richest country, you know, in the Middle East uh, when it comes to military might, when it comes to the economy, when it comes to, uh, you know, even GDP per capita. They have everything, you know, going uh, for them. But I know that uh, this is going to be a merciless war, you know, uh, experts and pundit are saying that there's no end in sight, you know, uh, for this uh, war. So I, I know that, uh, well, I just fear for the civilian population. Honestly, honestly, that's the point, Ponsak. And to think again about the fact that Israel has already likened this to 9-11, and it means they are going to approach it with every sense of seriousness. And already, like you said, some of the actions and steps being taken by Benjamin Netanyahu is to the effect that they are going to lay total siege on the Gaza Strip. Yeah. And that's what exactly they have done. Already you could see skyscrapers. Like I was just having a chat, you know, before we came on the radio. With mm. some, and these are built structures, massive structures, literally coming down to ruins. You could yeah. see the level of destruction and it's human lives in there. Yeah, and you're taking IDF and civilian population as hostages. Well, uh, just and U.S. citizens getting involved. Yeah, well, nine just, so far dead. Yeah, just I just hope that uh, there will be peace, you know, in that region. Uh, well, Hamas, you know, said the Al Aqsa, you know, operation. Al Aqsa mocks, you know, <laughs> well, the two religions that are debating about, mm-hmm. you know, who controls Al Aqsa. Mm-hmm. Al Aqsa mosque in Islam is a very holy site. Uh, well, in Judaism, it is believed that underneath Al Aqsa is where. Uh, so, uh, the temple of uh, Solomon, Solomon, you yeah. know, Solomon's temple, and there mm-hmm. are a lot of you know archaeological discovery, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that, uh, to prove that that is you know the site of Solomon mm-hmm. uh, temple. But you know, uh, you know, the entire Israel is uh, the Israeli government that provides you know security, uh, make sure that the economy is stable and whatnot. But let's just, uh, I'm just looking for what the uh, foreign ministers of the Arab League will say, you know because they will be meeting on Wednesday. Um, I just hope that something positive is going to uh, uh, come out from uh, there. But if you look at, you know, all of the G7 countries are saying that we are rock solid. Behind Israel. Israel. And, you know, what have you. Uh, And you know that Biden's handling of, you know, the situation Mm -hmm. may determine his second election, which is next year. Very true. Well, before we move on from that issue, what exactly do you think, if you were Israel, caught up between Russia and the U.S., side-by-side um, side, the Ukraine situation, what would you have done? You have Russia saying, look, don't back Ukraine. And you have the U.S. saying, look, back Ukraine in the situation that they have found themselves. It's a tough question that I have to think, you know, <laughs> deeply before answering, but it's a great question. Well, uh, the I would like to thank, you know, my local government uh, chairman, that is the Management Transition Committee Chairman of Langtang North, Honorable Namwa Kumji. He, over the weekend, provided free surgeries uh, at the Langtang General Hospital with about 18,000 persons already attended to with different health issues. Well, Honorable Kumji said that the interventions are meant to assist 
less privileged citizens at the grassroots to help them tackle numerous health challenges which are part of uh, the blueprint of the governor. Let me mention some of these, sorry, because uh, even the Langtangera Hospital, you know, needs some work to be done on it, uh, you know, but this intervention, I think that it is going to go, you know, to cushion the health um, hardship. You know, some of the surgeries perform 38 fibroids, fibroid, you know, surgery, uh, 31, uh, that is goit, 37 blood transfusion, 117 lymphoma, 13 appendix, 6 successful deliveries, uh, and 150 eye surgeries, 2,594 eye consultation and treatment with 997 given eyeglasses, while 6,642 patients had laboratory investigation with 7,115 professional consultation and treatment among other ailments. I know that this is a short term. Uh, Honorable Namwa, you know, I know that this is a short-term, you know, in, uh, intervention, but in the long time, you know, this thing will uh, be a lasting solution, you know, to that problem because I don't think we have any functional hospital, you know, to beat our chest in Langtang North. Well, at least this is going to, you know, help, especially those who had surgeries, fibroid, you know, um, eye surgery and whatnot. So uh, this is calling on Honorable Namwa Kumji to do more the management transition chairman of Langtang North. Please do more. Uh, we want more. And uh, consult with us expert, you know, to give the expert opinion to make this thing a long-lasting, uh, you know, solution instead of, you know, this kind of intervention. But not to say that this intervention is bad in itself. But we want more like Oliver Twist. Very true. Yeah. Always wanting more. And I think people, the people who benefited from that initiative would really be grateful if you look at just in terms of quantifying how much resources they would have expended yeah. in taking care of these illnesses. Yeah. Really tough, you know, situations. And I mean, yes, taking so much off their shoulders, the burden they would have borne. So, I mean, I'm just wowed. I'm just marveled by that initiative, Ponsak. Agreed. You even having to say there is no general hospital. Didn't the legacy project get to your local government? No, there's one, but it's uh, nearly non-functional. Oh, this there's is one. tough. This is nearly tough. non-functional. Um, hopefully, hopefully a structure, befitting structure for the people will um, be erected. But I think it's a timely intervention, and I really felicitated people who benefited from that. I rejoice with them, and hopefully, yeah. like you prayed and wished for, it's, it's the end of something really tough that human beings have to go through. Very true. Well, on over the weekend, Puzdung uh, Festival uh, was observed on Saturday and Gagdi, Honorable Yusuf Gagdi, stirred the waters again. We're going to play an insert. When we come back, we have Comrade Steve Aluko uh, that will help us to understand this and many other issues. Stay here. <music> of the governor of Plateau State, but a governor for few months by the special person. Secretary to the government for few months by the special guest. 
Gagde is like the governor of PKK now. Uh, well, glad you're still here. In case you're just tuning in, the program is Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Fanab. And my name is Gilbert Joseph. We have the Albright Erudite, uh, Comrade Steve Aluko. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming, Comrade. Good evening and happy new beginning to Thank all you. of us. I always like that, your greeting. Happy new beginning. It's indeed always a new beginning. Sure. Every well, second counts. Yes. Hmm. I don't know where to start from, but uh, should we start from this inside? Uh, what do you think? You know, this was a traditional, fe- a cultural festival, but he made serious uh, political remarks. You know, uh, Gagdi, who is a, this just a second term, you know, uh, to represent PKK, you know, uh, and he's already feeling he's riding on top of the world, you know, for saying that uh, because he supported Nental. I mean, the whole concept of saying, do me, I do you. Uh, he told the people of PKK that if you don't give me reps, I'm not going to make you governor. And they gave him reps, but he didn't give them governor. So right now, you know, he's saying that, you know, Governor Mutfang is there for a few months, you know. Uh, and the governor was represented by Akitat Samuel Nanchang Jato, the SGS, a very gentle man to the core. Uh, I don't know, you know, how the protocol was, you know, uh, during the cultural festival because protocol normally anywhere in this country is that the highest you know person or the the person who has more prestige let me put it that way will make you know the remarks last but i don't know whether uh, he was allowed to you know make that remark last and i'm so happy that you know architect sam didn't um, take it to heart he didn't even respond to him because for me it's uh, is Baldadash. Trivial. Yeah, it's, it's very trivial and very childish of uh, uh, Honorable Gagdi, you know, to uh, say that, you know. Well, uh, what what do you think of that, uh, Comrade Aluko? I think first and foremost is to condemn the current war in the Gaza Strip on both sides because mm. humanity, the casualties, humanity, yeah. is property that is being destroyed and the rest of it. And we'll be drawing from that point to the question you have just raised. Uh, regrettably, I did listen to the clip. I say he's representing uh, the whole place in that place at uh, National Assembly. There's no doubt. But I expected him to also bring to four to play that he's respecting the whole people of that place. And if you bring that to four and relating to what is happening in Gaza Strip, I think. His body language, his temperament is not promoting tolerance. Because major wars, minor wars, domestic wars start from intolerance. So the concept of tolerance is missing in all that he did. Start with the protocol. Regrettably, whoever did the protocol got it wrong. But I keep on hearing him from the side track, that um, soundtrack. Uh, Mr. Press was calling the president that organize the cultural distance that uh, he has the right to speak to his people. And I think it's also against decorum. Because if you want to turn it to a political gathering, you should call your own. This is a cultural setting that you have people coming from different all political over. parties. You yeah, know, the, the, the parties, different people from the state and even outside the state. It's so, making it look as if if you're in PKK, you should subscribe to his political ideology. Because he's the uh, demigod, no, you no, know, in PKK. No, it really goes beyond that because okay. either you like it or not. It's not, you are talking about the secretary to the state government. Yeah. 
the insult is on plateau state. Forget that uh, demand did not respond the other way, but the insult is on plateau because that man is there, not in his capacity, but in the capacity of the governor of the state. And if plateau people will allow anybody to take their governor to, to the dustbin, and then what are we talking about, the United Plateau Project? Yeah, I'm, then, then let me also yeah, go there somewhere. Yeah. Then if you also look at what he has also done critically, is to also profile ethnic and religious uh, manipulation into the ocean. You are swearing by your own blood. You are swearing by the grave of your father. And then you are saying that uh, you are going to overturn this thing. If you put all this to play, there's room, there's need for some level of decorum. Because if you are stocking blood, your supporters or the supporters of other parties could also take it to bloodletting. That is exactly what is happening in Kogi State, where people in privileged office are using body language and instrumental of the state to promote intent that ordinarily was not mine. And my, my advice to people on Plateau is that we must not allow anybody to drag us to war. Either we like it or not, the most important thing is that, for now, I've said it on this platform, the Electoral Act provides for you if you have any challenge. And I've also read the position of Nentawe, why he's going on appeal. And, yeah, and the body language is clear, but it's not the way uh, this honorable... Um, man is, is also yeah, yeah but do you think he's taking uh do you think he's taking people for granted because there was a leak uh, phone conversation he had with the uh, traditional ruler in Kanke that he said you know that uh he was bringing you know hospital or something you know uh building structure but the traditional uh, ruler was telling him that look you need to consult with me first this is my kingdom they don't do things like that and then he used some very derogatory words, you know, on the uh, traditional ruler. You know, uh, is it, should we say that his character is a disrespectful one for, uh, you know, on people? He doesn't regard people. You know, he thinks that uh, people are things, are just things to be used. Because uh, for me, this is, I mean, this is an insult even to the organizers of that cultural, you know, festival because it's not a political rally. It just, you know, said something that will hurt other people and, you know, look at, you know, people as if they should not be regarded, insulting their common sensibilities. I, I think we must also look at it this way. Uh, Mantu did more than that. But at the end, at the last stage of uh, Mantu living, while we were in, at the confab, it came out clear that most of the thing they do in most cases is political manipulation. And I think people on the plateau, especially people from that zone, should not take it for granted. And if you link it, it will bring in also an, a, a project in a locality. There's what they call inclusive budgeting, inclusive representative. So you must carry the people along. You will not say that because you, you are in a privileged office, you will take advantage of people. So what the traditional ruler have said is right. You must be able to prioritize the need of your people. Mm -hmm. And on that basis, elicit the support of the people, the ownership, and the end of the day, so that at the end of the day, it will not be an abandoned project. The challenge we've had with many of our people at the National Assembly and representing their people is that you bring projects from top and impose it on the people. And in most cases, it doesn't have relevance. So the traditional ruler is right to that import. But coming to steal this issue that you have raised, 
is Gadi telling us that he is already previewed to what the court of appeal is going to give on this judgment? Is he saying that uh, the judiciary is going to promote impunity or is that uh, the justice is for sale? Because if you're already saying that you only have governor Months, yeah. for three mm. months and this thing, that means are you doing other bidding? And I think this is where people on the plateau and Nigeria uh, and other civil society must pick interest. Because we've seen at different levels, there's these cases of uh, justice and tribunal and court of appeal. The last senator from Bauchi said that he bought some of the judgment for some senator. So we must pick interest in what he has said to make sure at the end of the day it's justice on the part of the people, not justice on the part of catch and carry. So if you also go beyond that, you begin to ask yourself, what's the meaning of blood in campaign? What's the meaning of swearing by your, the, father, the grave of your father? But do we even care what's, about his father's grave? No, it's very important because in civil society, these are ready red flag. Yeah. That if care is not taken, there could be post-electoral violence in that region. And when you represent people and you don't take charge of what you say, and you deliberately push either ethnic or religious manipulation, if it catches fire, will he leave his Abuja office to come and just take, for instance, somebody have walked to him and snatched the phone from him or attack him? It will lead to other things. Mm -hmm. So we must also commend those people for allowing it. But they must also learn that they must not allow their platform to be used. If you want to have your political engagement, call your people on your own. Mm -hmm. Organize uh, community engagement or political party. Everybody will know you are talking. But we have finished politics. It's now in the court of law. And to the best of my knowledge, God is not a judge. He's not even a practicing uh, lawyer. Even if you are at that, you cannot on your own declare judgment and the rest of it. Because most of the judgment that we're making reference to in Plato State, there are Supreme Court positions in some of this issue. But deliberately, we won't go into that. But looking at what Gadi have said, we should not buy it. We must have a united front. Part of why the enemies of this state have been having their way is because we've not been able to position a united front. And let me speak to his party's APC. Look at what APC does in Lagos. If there's a problem, they call all their representatives at national and state level across all parties. And they are speaking one language. So if you are giving us a divided home now, what becomes of the peace on the plateau? How will you deepen it? And at the end of the day, what is saying good contrary to what even Nataway have said, why he's going to appeal. So it's very, very important that we don't allow anybody to run this state into another religious crisis or ethnic crisis. Because God forbid, if it has gone ne too negative, that place, before you know, people will begin to pick align themselves on the basis of uh, religion and the rest of the day. But beyond this, critically we should ask, if your local government chairman, what did you call his name? Honorable Lama Kumji. Kumji, but yeah. I remember Kumji. Yeah. If Kumji can give to, this to his people, what has the man be able to give it to his people? These are critical issues. If a local government chairman, given the challenges that they have, has been able to do this within the few months, you have been there. What have you been able to do to the people within the few months? Have you been able to meet your, 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 your campaign promises? And I'm happy that he did make reference to his uh, position at the National Assembly, his statement that Plato is a miniature of Nigeria. Is this the language that, pro that promotes unity? Is it the language that promotes harmonious and peaceful living? 
So I think it's very, very important, and we say it loud, clear, that no party or no uh, vote of anybody or no mandate of anybody is bigger than anybody on the plateau. And I think people on the plateau should begin to call people like uh, Gadi to order, so that order will not borrow leave. And before you know, we have a repeat of what we, we saw in 2001 on the plateau. God forbid. This is the lesson we must learn from the fight in, in Gaza Strip. Somebody started it, and somebody is pushing it. And there can be peace. Yeah, because at the end of the day, mm -hmm. people will still sit down for peace. So those representing us at all levels, not just at the national level, at all levels, must have one plateau agenda development about the people, and then beyond that, promoting unity. Because we must not give plateau state a bad image. And you must not also set people against government. Except you are criticizing government policy. And it must be constructive. Not on this type of platform that you are raising a passionate issue on issue of religion, ethnicity, and the rest of it. And I love one thing that he said, that he, he, he prefers, he loses his mandate for the governor to come to Yantawe and the rest of it. And then you ask critically, when there was this contestation before the election, and why didn't you give up your, your seat? So that somebody can also take up so that at the end of the day you can garner more support yeah, and the rest. Yeah, but should Plato people be afraid and circumspect of Honorable Gagdi that if he aspires, you know, a more powerful, you know, political position, he's even wanting to choose the to to toe the path of uh, violence to achieve his ambition because of these uh, very inflammatory remarks? No, people of Plato, I know them to be strong people. They, people like that, they cannot run them aground. The best you can do is create one or two crises here and there. And that we don't pray for. And that is why people of Plato must rise up across all religion, ethnicity, and say, this is not the language we want for now. Allow mm -hmm. the court of appeal to do their bidding, and we take it up from there. Okay, let's even assume what he says, right? If you have a divided Plato, how will your so-called candidate that you are supporting be able to move on and the rest of it? And if you even look at it critically, I was at the PRTV critical stakeholder meeting uh, when the governor came on board and he was discussing. Even the issue of chieftaincy of the people, we are talking about culture. Mm. I was even expecting that he would make case for the traditional ruler of that place and the distance. The same party you belong to have not been able to do that. Yeah, but and uh, then the governor is saying that I'm we are reviewing look, everything uh, yeah. to give everybody a sense of belonging. Look, running opposition party does not mean that you just down everything. For now, in the eye of the law, he's governor until the court rule otherwise. otherwise. And if God does not, court does not rule otherwise, you are not in position to state what he stated that way. He, he will have been more honorable if he had not gone that way. Can those statements be subjudicial by your assessment of them? Because the court hasn't ruled, like you have said. But here is somebody saying with all confidence, that is going to go another way. Well, in combination with that question, in the eve of the tribunal judgment, the governor, you know, addressed the state and said, he particularly called out the youth and said they shouldn't allow themselves to listen to honorables who in the real sense aren't acting like honorable people. He didn't mention any names, but certain people took it upon themselves to mean that the governor was speaking to you know, um, right honorable Yusuf Gagdi. Now oh, they read into the statement. Yes, they, the that's what I'm saying. Yeah. True. 
is it I mean, is the governor getting justified with some of this? Is even though, to be fair with uh, to him, he hasn't mentioned anybody's name. Well, if you look at it uh, as a governor of his state, you are privileged to a lot of security reports, activities of individuals and group, and the rest of it. I think we must commend the governor coming up on the eve of the tribunal judgment to say, "Let there be peace." It's commendable. Then you now move from that point and say him making reference to some honorable. I think you can also say he's a gentleman to that point. If I were the one who mentioned the name of the Honorable, so that people will also know. Because sometimes you need to allow people to know the possible flag that is coming from. But that's the governor's way of doing it, not mentioning him. But if you now look at what Gadi did, indirectly and directly, he has just come out clearly to say he's among the people that were saying the judgment will go other way around and the rest of it. Credit to the plateau you to have not allowed anybody to run them to war. And let me state this. If anybody is beating the drum of war, either Gadi or anybody, ask the person to bring his family in the forefront. Let him lead. Let his wife join. Let his children join. And then people should follow him. People must realize that, like Jonathan said, nobody's mandate is worth the blood of anybody. And that's why I take, I didn't really like the language of using blood and graveyard, and then you are coming to use religion and ethnic. No. On the plateau, we will have been developed more than this. But we allow ourselves to be manipulated in those days, to fight a manipulated war. People using religion and ethnicity to mobilize to fight their personal war. Personal interest of any politician is not what the peace of the society. It's not what the development of the society. And you also look at it's a furtherance of the American policy of the president. You feel at all costs it must come to you. It shouldn't follow. Allow the judiciary to play their land, their landmark, and if they come out critically, and at the end of the day, whatever is their verdict should be respected by the people of the plateau. But people must not allow people like Gadi, no matter the position they occupy, to run this state again to another crisis or to pitch different ethnic groups against different ethnic groups. After all, if you look at these people, they were in different parties before. So is it not contestation and platform many of them are using? So why will you not allow somebody to drag your community, drag your developmental association and your cultural uh, disposition to an impunious or iniquitous disposition of anybody? Plateau interest and the interest of the people of Engaz is larger than any individual's political interest. That was the lesson Mantu told us in 2014. After everything he did, nobody remembered him at the end of the day. If Gadi is not in House of Rep today, will he have the privilege of saying what he said? People must also think after election. Mm. After election, you will not be there for for life. And if you are talking about you are promoting inclusion, she, the politics that brought Gadi on, on top was uh, no two term. So how come you went for two term? And you did this thing. People must learn to do the needful. And the needful is promote policies and programs that promote development, that promote unity, and integrate people across all ethnic and religious divides so that at the end of the day, we'll have a more peaceful plateau and live a better plateau for a coming generation than a balkanized plateau because of uh, somebody's political interest, because it belongs to one party or one political group. Well, let's open the phone lines in case just tuning. We've been having a chat with uh, comrade Steve Aloko, and we're looking at uh, 
uh, the remarks by Honorable Yusuf Gagdi at the annual Puzdun Cultural Festival that he made some uh, really inflammatory statements, you know, uh, even using things like blood, you know, grave, uh, such strong adjective, you know, uh, just to uh, address, you know, his political uh, followers. Although that wasn't a political gathering, it was a cultural gathering that people will come to. People came together, celebrated their rich culture, uh, and not minding what political party they belong to. Uh, but he turned the whole thing, you know, into a political uh, gathering. Well, zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven, or you call zero nine zero five five. Six 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 nine nine. Don't forget to turn down the volume of your radio before you call. We take comments on Facebook at JFM Live and on X at JFM Joss. Let's take the first call. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Okay. Please, before you call, turn down the volume of your radio. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hey, hello, good evening. Thank you for Contact calling. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we're listening. Tell us the name and join okay. the conversation. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Thompson from Tidumada. Thank you, Thompson. We're listening. Yes. I'm just listening to your program and the comments of Egadi. All, all I just want to say is the proverb that said, He who the gods want to sacrifice, he first of all make him Roman. Uh, like he's overriding him, his position, feeling so big. So if you ask his brother, his next brother in the National Assembly, Maji, who goes to the point of uh, deputy speaker, where is it today? He's silent. His other opportunity will soon go in the next four years. In the next, in 2023, the next publication will not favor him. He will want to go for Senate. And in the House of Senate, he will need Mongo. He will need Bokos. Not only the three local government that he's riding on. Even the country that, that supported him and Panshin, they are not majority APC. So, his own joy and his own power will end this 2020 after 2023. That's all. So, but I, I pity him that he's writing on his last chance. And after this one, I pity how his life is going to look like politically in Plato State. Thank you. That's my own contribution. Thank you for your comment. Let's take this. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please. Thank you very much. This is a great comment. I don't want to be sure about the boss of Angwarukwa. We're listening. Yes, I will first of all appreciate the game. And I will appreciate the sheriff in town. That is a kind of Musa, the people's deafness for our in Angwarukwa. I'm talking to people south and by the roadside. See the mess that is ongoing. Construction is ongoing now. Uh, we didn't have that. The way I complained last week, I will appreciate the governor. I will go to love him. Well... Issue of Gaddi, let me tell you this one. I'm from Panshin. Anybody who minds Gaddi is on his own. As far as I'm concerned, they are just trying to cross confusion on the plateau. I think those who even care about what Gaddi is saying. When there are too many people in Mangu, did Gaddi speak? Did he speak? Did he consult people in leader? Is he a leader? He represented people. I always say there are some people that represented religion, not democracy. Gaddi is one of them. And I think it's those who align themselves with him. That is a threat. And we will lose all our arms. Today I'll look at that in silence. Let him move wherever he thinks he can move. He's nobody on the plateau. I'm not going to go down. But he's just going to get to cost of today. I'm back with attention. He should just appreciate God for allowing him to go for this time. Honestly. 
It is a lesson for those who are listening, for those who think that there is anybody. There is nothing on the plateau. I'm not concerned. We want peace on the plateau. Because those who lost their life during the attack in Mango, have you known them? Is that person a representative? Is he representing democracy? Is nobody on the plateau? I call on plateau people. This is about our normal business. He has nothing to offer. He has nothing to do for plateau people. Thank you very much. May God bless. Thank you. Thank you for uh, calling 0812187 or you call 09055666699. More phone calls. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello. Hello. Good evening, Mr. Th- Pontak. Yes. Thank you for calling. I'm the guest in the house. Yes. Yes. My, na- no. my name is Mark. Please turn down the volume of your radio or you turn it off completely. Okay. 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 My name is Mark. I'm calling from Tudumada. Go ahead, sir. Uh, thank, thank, thank God I got you today. This time, this Honorable Lisub Gaddi, why is he full of himself? He's full of himself. He thinks he's everything. He cannot know everything. So, this 2023 will come and and uh, 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 and, and go. So, he, he's just making a mistake. I don't know why he wants to cause confusion on uh, uh, of uh, uh, on and then uh, PKK. Why? Why is he, he thought he thinks he is the only person that went to school? Is he the only person that went to school in Plateau State or in in Tanshim Kanke or Kanam? Why is he full of himself? You should just go arrest. I beg. Let let it, let's have peace in Plateau State. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you for calling. Have a good evening too. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Gilbert and Comrade Aluko. Yes, we're listening. Tell us the name uh, straight to the point, please. Thank you, Amusa Ike Kalu, calling you from Albuji. Thank you for calling. You see, Ponsat, we keep on repeating the same thing at the same previous time. When we prefer building an individual rather than building an institution, we are all crying in the whole federation. Tell me, is there any policy? Any national plan that anybody that comes on ground, whether he, based on his own political party or not, you must follow that plan, both in the federal and the states. You see, when we make this leadership attractive, people go do all kinds of shenanigans to see that they grab power. Once you grab power, you put everybody in the pocket. Look at what uh, Asef Babalolo is saying day before yesterday. 774 local governments are under key attack. The houses of assembly that makes law that me and you follow. Tell me, have any of them have come to your constituency, even be able to translate what is going to happen in your local dialects? Telling you, advising you, this is what is to happen on. Everything happens overnight. So, that if we don't make this leadership authority, I'm telling you, you can hear every other thing. It's just the way the community is saying it. People can capitalize on your weaknesses. You want to hear about the religion, he will tell you. You want to hear about right, he will tell you. Then you carry on. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you for calling, uh, Musa. 0812187777 or call 09055666699. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. Okay, please call back when you get a chance because we can. We lost connection there. Hello. Hello. Yes. Good evening. Yeah. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Yeah, I'm Zeke. I'm calling from Panchin. Please turn down the volume of your radio, sir. All right. Turn. Oh, turn can you hear me now? Yes. Go ahead. We can hear you. All right. I'm Zeke. Calling from Panchin. We're listening. Thanks for calling. Okay. 
concerning the issue with the Gabi, he said on Saturday, I think there's nothing bad there. He's entitled his own opinion. He belongs to a political party. And he's not a political gathering, but his people were there. And he's letting them know what is happening. After the tribunal, guys, appeal and the Supreme Court. So what's wrong there? If this guy is talking on the plot, people do always complain. Well, other people will talk, nobody will say anything about it. So why is this one is different? He's somebody from Plateau, and he's part and parcel of Plateau, and he belongs to a political party. So he's not fighting, but rather he's saying his own opinion. JSM, please, just always do the news. Have a nice day. Thank you. Well, we welcome all shades of opinion here. Hello. Hello, good evening, Contact. Thank you for calling. Can you hear me now? Yes, we're listening. Chukudi is calling for my name. That's my name. Um, I want to, first of all, appreciate your guest. Okay. Uh, but secondly, you know, um, the person of that, if you have known him when he was uh, a member of the PDP, it's a kind of a pompous and a type person who always wants his presence to be noticed at any garden event. Uh, sometimes before the 2023 election, you know how he go about Boston or how is going to win the election after winning the primaries uh, in the PKK. So uh, people should not be surprised of what is going to do. But I want to surprise him uh, that um, come 2027, maybe he may not be as lucky as he, as he was in 2023. Uh, so that is that, that apart. And the, on the issue, on your in the beginning of the program, you talked about um, the war going on in uh, Israel and uh, Gaza. Let me tell you something. War. Anybody who is praying for war, that person is a selfless human being. War. Uh, yesterday, I was listening, I was watching this, uh, this, uh, this uh, program, following it in Algeria, and I see how old men, old men, children are being killed, people are homeless, people's uh, homes are destroyed. In fact, they are restless, they are living in fear. Nobody knows what is going to happen in the next second. And um, for... Um, Hamas to go as far as attacking Israel, you know, unprovoked attack. I think uh, it is a very, very wrong approach they are taking. Whatsoever it is, there has always been a roundtable, and war will always end up in a roundtable. So I, I just wish I'm free. For the interest of humanity, that, that, this, that this ongoing war now ends, because it's like war everywhere, war in Africa, war in Europe, war in the Middle, in the, in, in the Middle East. May the Almighty God bring peace to the world. Thank you. That's my check. Thank Amen. you very much. Gilbert, wow. on Facebook, yeah. too many comments here. Don Z says, the ban on motorcycles within just Bukuru Metropolis is a welcome idea and the, governor, the government should take notes on all the local governments because most of the happenings in the villages um, are being used, motorcycles are being used. Dimas Bala says, really unfortunate that few miscreants' behavior has affected the good Majority who engage in legitimate business. I know it's not going to be easy, but government has decided. Albert Akaya Dagza says, Commercial motorcycle is another means of employment for the people. Banning it will render the riders jobless. Godwin Sule says, Plateau State Governor should please enforce that law properly and be serious about it because criminals want to take over Plateau State by stopping the tricycle at 6 p.m. Chester Phillips says, the ban will not yield any positive results if it will be one-sided. If you go to other areas, you will see the effect of the ban. But if you go to another area, you will see them doing their businesses freely. Simon Dungzi says, This video has more than 
the eyes can see. The optimism of Gagdi in pouring out his utterances here suggests that a high, the highest level manipulation is playing in hidden places somewhere, waiting for its manifestation in due course. Hapsin Manasseh says, I think I would commend the governor for the ban on motorcycles, commercial motorcycles within just metropolis. It's a welcome one. Suleiman Jibril says, Yes, to me, this is a very welcome idea. Um, and good morning because some states use the policy and succeed. So, therefore, I'm fully in support of the policy. Paulson Jr. says, We in PKK stand with our representative Gagdi. He's a man of substance. Governor Mutfang started the fight when he issued a broadcast insulting Gagdi. And you expect Gagdi to bow? Even when we know that Mutfang bought the tribunal case. That's an allegation. Comrade Dawes Longa says it will be a great move by the government to ban the movement of motorcycles around Josambukru Metropolis. May I also suggest that the government should set up an investigation committee to investigate the activities of motorcycles. Paul Jr. says, PKK love Gagdi and we are ready to vote for him 50 times. Chooks Ditoni says, laws without implementations, always the main challenges we have on the plateau. Nandom Jimmy says, unemployment and hardship are the foundations of what's happening today. Mafia Cipran says, um, I get joy for my house of representatives, Mangu Bokos constituency, Honorable Lalu, for the great move. I saw the video circulating, him raising the bill for the federal government to re-award the road construction that links um, to Abuja, Nasarawamba, to Bokos, down to Panya. Ponsak, we may overshoot. Yeah, well, uh, we can squeeze in like two phone calls. Hello, good evening. Yeah, thank you for calling. Yeah. We thank God today is Monday. Give me support. Thank you for calling. My brother, you see, Hello, Comrade uh, Patrick. Yes. Yeah, well, we, we didn't uh, get what you said uh, because we lost connection. Hello. Okay. Are you hearing me now? Yeah, loud and clear. Yes. I said my name is Comrade Matt Patrick Okorokra from Kolefungu Blue Village in Anglujos. Please go ahead, Comrade. I said our former president, Obasanjo, in the southwest. He made one comment that the chief should stand up and greet the government. That statement, we are still about that statement. So that is why I used to tell people that anywhere you go for a function, make sure you filter whatever you are saying. You see, People don't know their position when they go to the public places. You know, you know the type of office you have. There are all the statements that you don't make. Even all this one they are talking about the system. It's not healthy. Because, like what I said there, my brother, what happened in 2001? I told people point plus in a lecture there. I told them, do not allow crisis to happen. Because if any crisis happens, to quench it is always a problem. There's a about what is happening in uh, Hamas and the Palestine and Israel. You see, the, what is happening now, you see how Israel kept quiet. They have kept quiet to their as if they don't have anything to do. Israel, they are not preparing their own. By the time Israel will bounce with Hamas, bounce down to Hamas, other things, the whole will start crying. But then all of them are jumping, you kill somebody, you come and start celebrating. It doesn't mean, please, 
honorable member, even Nigerians, even what we talk on the radio program, people have to filter what because the restatement you make that will be a stigma to that person and to the society. Good evening. Good evening, Prof. Good evening, Prof. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Comrade Aloko, uh, please give us your concluding remarks in response to the comment you've heard. I do totally agree that every life must be protected. And whatever statement can passion or promote uh, intolerance or in terms of uh, promote war or fight in any line should, should be denounced and condemned by anybody. Secondly, somebody said uh, he's, a, he's a political leader. He has the right. You have the right, but go and call your own gathering. Don't use the gathering of a cultural affair to promote your political interest. The party can call their own meeting yeah. and do whatever. We won't question it at that point. But even if it happens at that point and it's a threat to peace and security and the development of humanity, we challenge it. That you are even under a party does not give you license to go beyond whatever is expected of you in the electoral act. It's there. It's guiding you. And knowing that you are in the National Assembly, you must be very careful that your body language, the intent and purpose can be misread by somebody. The last election of February, people said because he made one adage in Hausa, meanwhile he explained himself, but it followed his regime to the end. Yeah. Tinubu has said the Milukan is still following his regime to the end. Mm. So people like that, they should realize that it's a privilege. And if you are talking that you have a plateau agenda, how come you and the former deputy uh, speaker did not have a common front? All of you went into the election. And at the end of the day, nobody had it on the eve you pull out of the contest. Mm. The issue is that we must learn and begin to speak to power. And the issue is any statement, any action, any program that will not promote peace and development on the plateau, or we said one religion against another, or one ethnic group against another, should be condemned outrightly by people on the plateau. Thank you very much, Comrade Aluko. Thank you for your brilliant... Uh uh, contributions uh, always. Gilbert, your final word. S.P. Drambivandi has faced justice finally. Yeah. The court sentenced him to death by hanging yeah. for the murder of Bolan Rahim. Yeah. I think it's a nice um, step there. Yeah. Well, this is a much we'll take on the show. The news will come your way above the hour six o'clock. Do have a good evening. Bye now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.